Hello, you are listening to the Treadweary Podcast, the audio arm of Treadweary.com, where we gather around the Word of God to hear what it is that God has done for us, so that we might receive from Him the gifts of His grace and mercy. Join Pastor Smee as we take a look at the text coming up for us with this following Sunday to hear what it is that God has to tell us and to open our hearts and our minds as we prepare to worship together. Well, greetings, Church. Pastor Smee here. It's so good to be able to get together with you again on this Monday after the fourth Sunday after the Epiphany. Uh, Wonderful time to gather with you again as we gather around the text that we have coming up for the following Sunday. I know you're thinking, well, we just got done with Sunday, Pastor. How can we we do this all over again? Well, we are. Sorry. Um, uh, But today we're going to be taking a look at the prayer of the day again, the, the collect or the collect that we'll be doing. I like to say collect because it, it fits better. It looks like collect, although I think it's properly pronounced collect, but I don't care. Um, but first we'll be digging into the Psalms again, as we normally do to have a Psalm to open up our time together. And today the Psalm appointed for us from the back of our hymnal is Psalm 35 verses 1 through 10. So let us calm our hearts and our minds before we begin. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 35. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise up to help me. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and confounded who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them on. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my life. Let ruin come on them unawares, and let the net that they hid ensnare them. Let them fall in it to their ruin. Then my soul shall rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his deliverance. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you? You deliver the weak from those too strong for them, the weak and needy from those who despoil them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It's one of those interesting psalms where we don't necessarily think that we should be praying to God to deliver us, right? We don't necessarily think that we should be praying to God to ask him to pick up his spear and javelin and fight for us. But it's part of the reason why when I talk about ourselves as sinners, as, as, as who we are, we were both sinner and saint. That is the, the Lutheran understanding of, of the Christian. I often want to talk about it as competing kingdoms we have the kingdom of God, for instance. But then we also have our own kingdom where we like to build up walls and, and fences and parapets and towers and, and, and have shields and swords and javelins and spears and horses and knights and all those things. We do those things to protect ourselves and also to fight against one another. We never think about it that way, but, but often the, the conflict that comes within churches, within families, within society is competing kingdoms fighting against one another. And here David, this is a psalm of David, uh, written at a time in which he, he felt under attack. 
you felt like things were coming at him. So it makes you think, you know, when we feel like we're under attack, when we feel like we are under the stress or the pressure of sin in the world around us, the sins of our neighbor, the sins of our family, our own sins, to call on God to come and deliver us, to fight for us, to be our rescue in part, and in part, this is an important thing, so that we don't fight for ourselves and make things worse, but allow God to do the fight for us, which usually ends in the salvation of both ourselves and our opponent. Uh, but with that, let us turn to the, the collect or, or the, the prayer of the day. This is the prayer of the day for the fifth Sunday after the Epiphany for year B, which is the year of Mark and John. Everlasting God, you give strength to the weak and power to the faint. Make us agents of your healing and wholeness, that your good news may be made known to the ends of your creation. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. What an interesting prayer. First, we call on God as the everlasting God, meaning that he lives forever, which which is usually call a, a call against us that, well, we don't. <laughs> But then also it says, you give strength to the weak and power to the faint. Notice something. What I, what I noticed that jumped out to me right away is that the, the strength and the power are gifts from God. The definition of the people that receive that are the weak and the faint. They're not suddenly transformed and called the strong or the powerful. They're still weak. They're still faint because the strength and the power are outside of us. They're not ours, they're God's. Working on us, in us, through us to do particular things. Because then it says, make us agents of your healing and wholeness. Meaning, make us commissioned officers. Make, make us those who have a job to do, who go out and do things. But we're asking God to do that for us, number one. Number two, we're asking God to do that for us because we are the weak and we are the faint. And number three, we're asking God to do that for us because we know that our strength and our power come from him, not from ourselves. So we're asking God to help us to do the things that we need him to do and to use us for it. And finally, it says, in order that, that the reason why we want to be agents of healing and wholeness so that your good news, that is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that all sins are forgiven in Jesus' name, that God comes to transform us, to, to put us to death and to raise us up to new life in him so that we have the mind of Christ, that we don't think on ourselves anymore, but we turn our hearts towards God, that your good news may be made known to the ends of your creation, that the strength and the power come to us to make us preachers, to make known the goodness that will come and the, 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 the good news, the gospel being part of the thing that brings healing and wholeness, that, that, that comes and brings transformation. I was reading in Luther's letters that, that he wrote. There's, there's a book that you can get on his Letters of Spiritual Counsel. And he was writing to a friend of his who had just lost his only son, had, had apparently fallen off a building and died. And it's an interesting way of his pastoral care. 
Because what he says to this grieving father, he says, yes, we grieve and we should. But at the same time, we know that we have one who is far above us, who is greater than us, that he might gift to us what we have received, which is Christ, the good news there. That now Christ becomes the consolation for when the worst things in life could possibly happen to us, which includes the loss of a son. How devastating, how grievous. And yet Luther says to this, this dad, this grieving dad, yes, we grieve, but rejoice that you are Christ and so is your sons. And so here, when we go out and thinking of healing and wholeness, it's not our job to, to bring about this huge transformation. It's the work of the good news and the proclamation that we make. And so that becomes our work as agents of this everlasting God. So may, may it be so for all of us. Let us pray. Everlasting God, you give strength to the weak and power to the faint. Make us agents of your healing and wholeness, that your good news may be made known to the ends of your creation. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We'll go in peace, church. Serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow when we tackle the Old Testament lesson from Isaiah 40. Bye.